Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome back to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Schaap. We're joined today by the director of golf for your Little Rock Trojans, Jake Harrington. The Big Talk on Little Rock podcast is available for listening on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. This segment brought to you by Highland Dairy. Jake, thanks for sitting down with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. The season ended abruptly for you all, unfortunately, this this past year with uh, COVID-19. And take us through the impact that it had on not only you, but your players as well. It, it was a weird time. I mean, I can remember specifically March 13th, we were out at Pleasant Valley Country Club when we got the news that they were shutting everything down for the year. Um, I'll never forget the look on my senior's face. And Logan Pate, he um, basically doubled over on his knees as far as we tell each other, we tell guys all the time, you know, practice like this is your last practice ever, play like it's your last game, because you never know when life's going to take something away from you, right? And it was never more true than in that moment, but you can't prepare for that. Um, and to think that everything we had worked towards and we're working towards and having a great season, it, it was uh, it was an eerie moment. It was one that you feel bad. It's kind of like being a parent when you look at and you you can't help you just have to see your kids struggle and to know that that's part of the process for them and luckily we're going to be able to have you know Logan come back for a, as a fifth year senior but man COVID-19 sure has changed some things sure is in a, in athletics you always look forward to the next thing what am I preparing for and it's hard even right now with not a whole lot of tournaments going on to make sure that practice is focused and intentional to to get them focused on something specific and so it's changed everything i mean you know from shaking somebody's hands to you know just being out there and being motivated to do some things it's it's going to take a lot to to get through it i think one thing that um it has done and this for me personally is putting with the flag stick in all the time i know the usga and the rna changed the rule to where you can leave the flag stick in if you would like but for 40-plus years, me having to have that flag stick out before the ball went in the hole, I was used to that. And it's right. intimidating now sometimes. Jake, when I get up and I've got a three-footer or something and the flag is still in the hole, uh, I'm afraid that it, I'm going to do something stupid and it's going to bounce off of there and it's going to cost me a stroke. Right. Well, not even that. It's practicing. And my favorite thing about playing golf is hearing the ball hit the bottom of the cup. No doubt. And whether you have a pool noodle in there or whether you have the cup raised uh, half an inch or whether it's hitting the flagstick, it sounds, feels, looks different. And it's one of those things that, yes, you have to adjust to it. But, you know, golf is a very aesthetic, you know, what looks good to you, what sounds good to you type of sport, which is why we have hard golf balls, soft golf balls, because everybody's so different. And that's just one of those things that feels different weird mm -hmm. when you look back at the way the season was progressing and obviously you were trying to get the team focused on mystic creek mm -hmm. and the sunbelt conference championship down in el dorado is 
leaving Sandestin, Florida for the first time in a while and heading to Mystic Creek, which is one of the most difficult courses in the state, if not in the entire country. Um, what was, how was the team shaping up and, and how do you think your chances were going to be down at Mystic? I think we had a really good chance. And one of the things we were going through a lot as a team, we had had our number one player turn pro at the end of the fall semester. Um, we had got to the point where we were 67 in the country, the best ranking we've had in over 20 years here at the university. Top 60 is always our goal because top 60 gets you into the postseason without winning a conference championship. Um, and we had struggled the first couple of tournaments of the spring semester, but we were starting to find our rhythm. You know, our, our new five man at the time, um, Devin Whitaker was really getting that confidence back that he didn't have because now he's been in tournaments and he's starting to see what it's like to, to play under pressure. Um, and the thing that excites me is we could be one of the top four teams in the conference. I believe that we are. And then you get us to match play. And I firmly believe we're the most dangerous team in the conference in match play. And the reason I say that is, unfortunately for my blood pressure and my heart rate, we make more bogeys and double bogeys specifically double bogeys than probably anybody in the conference. But that also means we make more birdies and eagles than anybody in the conference as well. So when you get to match play and, okay, somebody makes a double or a triple on a hole, that's just one lost hole. But you throw in all the birdies that we do because we have a lot of firepower on this team that I believe we were dangerous and I believe we were one of the favorites to win it. How difficult it is it at times to decide – who are your five? Because for those that are listening to this, I guess we need to take them through how yeah. college and collegiate golf works. You've got five players, but you account for four scores. And then, like you said, the conference tournament, you have so many rounds of stroke play, which is you combine all the scores of the four low, you throw out the high one, and then you get into match play, and it's everybody playing. All five get to play in match play. Yeah, so, so one of the unique things about golf in college is – you typically have a roster of eight to 10 guys is most teams around the country. So you're already only traveling with half your team. So we're traveling five guys. Sometimes you'll take a six as an individual, but to, to keep it real where you guys can understand it is we travel five guys and every day you count the low four scores. So you have a built-in dropout of somebody shoots a high number, you can, you drop them. So your team scores the low four scores every day. Um, the unique thing about where the conference championship is in the Sun Belt and also the national championship is you have seeding rounds with conference being ours is three rounds, first round, second round, third round, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday's a match play day where you play the top four teams advanced to match play and they play each other. And at that point you don't drop a fifth score. It's, you know, five guys versus five, every match is a point. Um, so it's different because you don't travel with half your team. But then when you travel with them to to figure out who those five, guard, five guys are is brutal. And you hope as a coach it's brutal. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have some things easy where it's like, okay, here's my guys. But then you take away from that competition at home, I don't want anybody ever feeling comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell my guys all the time, and they get tired of hearing it, but I tell them be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, because I want you to be able to adapt to any situation. I want you constantly pushing because I don't – Bring guys in here to be the best player at Little Rock. I want you to be the best player in the country. 
and that's why we why I've created the schedule I have for our team is one knowing that we're playing Mystic Creek, one of the hardest golf courses I've ever stepped foot on, and two because I want this team to be a national contender, which I believe we should be. You know, this is a sport that you get three or four horses, you can get rolling. And we're a golf community here in Little Rock. And we're very blessed with incredible golf courses that we play. So when I look at my schedule, as you could probably see on our schedule, it's the toughest schedule Little Rock's ever had. I mean, we're playing, this year we played Merido, which is a brutal course down in, in Dallas, Texas. We played the SMU's tournament. We played University of Arizona. We played University of Michigan. We were supposed to play Stanford's tournament, Missouri's tournament, Mississippi State's tournament at big boy golf courses because I want, by the time we get to Mystic Creek, there's no room for, well, coach, I've never seen that before. Right. I'm going to put you on the toughest. So when you get out there, hopefully you can breathe a little bit and enjoy it because there's been way too many times in my career where you're so focused on right here, right now that you lose track of enjoying the journey, you know, cause there's only one conference champion, you know, there's only one national champion but you better enjoy that journey and get something out of it. And, you know, that's part of what we do and, and how we create that atmosphere here. It's kind of like the philosophy that Joe Foley uses in his non-conference scheduling when he's going to play a, a UConn, a Texas A&M, an LSU, a Vanderbilt, an Oklahoma State. You want to play the best of the best. So then when you get to conference, it's a little bit easier. I guess, like you say, you want them to – not have a situation pop up at Mystic Creek that they have not seen before. And so that's why you play some of those tougher tournaments. Mm-hmm. In saying that, with the way COVID is now and you not being able to really recruit because June and July for a golf coach, you're on the road all the time. This right. has to be tough for you sitting here in Little Rock right now, <laughs> not being able to, to travel and, and, and see stu- potential golfers that you would like to bring in. It's tough for me. It's probably more tough for my wife. I mean, she's, she's used for you being gone. <laughs> she's used to getting three or four day doses of me. And now she's every day, all day, but, um, it is tough. It's tough because you're looking and you know, we just passed, you know, June 15th was when you start talking to 2022s, you know, so now you're talking to kids that yes, golf is a little different because you see them on paper, you know, scoring averages, but you have to, it, you have to pass the eye test for me too, because there's kids that are great players, but they don't necessarily fit into your system based on attitude, effort, the things that are intangibles for me. Um, And so, yes, it's tough not being able to do that, not being able to kind of plan, okay, I like this, I like what they do here, I don't like this, because I enjoy seeing my recruits struggle because I want to see what they're made of. I want to understand how they bounce back, you know, how they interact with their playing competitors because that's how they're going to interact with their teammates. I want to know how they interact when things go bad, how they treat mom and dad who are walking with them, because in essence, that's how they're going to treat me as their coach. And I want to see all the intangibles that you can't see on paper. I want to see character. And that's part of going out and seeing it. And that's why this is such a tough thing. Um, just recruiting, being an armchair quarterback per se, and sitting there looking at your internet and seeing the tournaments that are now starting to pop up a little bit. But even then, I mean, we've had the U.S. Junior canceled, the U.S. Am canceled. So you lose a lot of those big events that, one, you would see great players, but two, you'd also get the interaction with other coaches around the country Mm. to help build your elite schedules. Golf is unique. College golf is unique in the fact that we don't have conference schedules. 
So it's about relationships. And that's how we've been able to grow the schedule here is I'm fortunate to be on a number of national committees for the NCAA. And when I was a junior college coach, these major coaches were recruiting my players. It's where I built those relationships and you see them and you build off them and, and you learn what some another coach is doing and you take pieces of that to incorporate in your own program, but also to build your schedule and, and to make sure that you can provide the best possible schedule environment for your team. And that's the tough thing. But yes, not seeing recruits is brutal right now. We're going to get into scheduling in a little bit. We're going to take a break, though, first off. This segment brought to you by Highland Dairy. We'll be back with more with Jake Harrington, Director of Golf here at Little Rock, after these words from Shelter Insurance and Arrow Coach Lines. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2019 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Arrow Coach Lines is ready to take you and your group on your next trip. Whether it's one day to Oakline or one week to Florida, Arrow Coach Line will meet your needs. 47 to 56 passenger coaches are available for charter service. Our motor coaches come equipped with DVD systems and internet access is available. We have added a new 16-passenger Sprinter van to our fleet, which is ideal for local service or airport transfers. Call 663-6002. Arrow Coach Lines, a family-owned and operated business for over 65 years. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. This segment brought to you by Datamax. We're joined by Jake Harrington, the director of golf for your Little Rock Trojans. Coach, you were talking in the earlier segment about scheduling and the fact that the Sunbelt Conference doesn't have a so-called conference schedule. You have to make up your schedule yourself every year. Um, And you've talked about how difficult that schedule has been to try and get the guys prepared for Mystic Creek where the conference tournament uh, was supposed to be held this year. It's going to be there next season, hopefully, if, if, if we get to that. Um, so let's go a little bit deeper into scheduling. And okay. I know you have your tournament at Chennault Country Club, and bringing teams in for that is something of an art. Yes, it is. You know, we've had in past couple years ago, we had UNLV and the University of Arizona came in. Uh, You have your um, teams that traditionally come in, the Illinois States. Uh, We've brought in Campbell University. And I try to get, in order to have great scheduling, you need to see teams that you don't see all the time. I I don't want to see UT Arlington, Texas State, all those guys all the time because the more you see them, the more you have to beat them. And in golf, you're going to lose some. Um, but also your national ranking. You want to play the great teams like last year we played at Merido, one of the best fields in college golf, and we beat the University of Washington. At the time, University of Washington was ranked number two in the country, and they hadn't lost to anybody all year. We caught them on a bad week, and they turned out to win four tournaments in the fall, and the only tournament they didn't win happened to be the one we were in, and we beat them, and that carried us. That helped us get to 67 in the country. Um, and so it's important to see teams that you don't normally see. So to get back to what you're saying about our home tournament, we're lucky this year. 
Uh, we're going to bring in a number of teams that have not come because of the whole COVID-19. Um, schools from around the country are trying to drive more and regionalize their tournaments. And it's hard to get regional tournaments that are solid tournaments, you know, because when we host is typically the same time Georgia Tech hosts, the same time Inverness goes on down in Florida that elite schools go to. And with that not being the case and, and you know, with our relationships and the tournaments we go to, I've had a number of coaches reach out to me. Um, so this year is going to be great. You know, we're going to bring in and bring some excitement to Little Rock. Um, our tournament, I think, does that every year, but even more so this year. We're going to have teams like the University of Michigan's committed to come play for us. University of Memphis is coming to play. Um, Mississippi State is looking to come to play. The University of Houston's coming in town. And, and Houston's a known golf school. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Multiple national championships at the University of Houston. And uh, this is going to be played at the Bear Den course at Chennault. Yes, it's most likely going to be on Bear Den. We're bouncing back the fourth, uh, bounce, bouncing back and forth the idea of possibly going to Founders. But we've always been on Bear Den. Um, Chennault does an incredible job. Their superintendent, Jed Spencer, is incredible out there. One of there. the best. One of the best I've ever been around. Um, and we love hosting it out there. Um, one of the big names that we're going to have this year through my relationships is the first time ever the University of Arkansas is going to come down and play against Brad us. Brad so McMakin going to bring the Hogs to the, Little Rock. The Razorbacks are coming down. They're going to play against us. And being that I control the pairings, we'll be playing with them. <laughs> uh, but it'd, yeah. it'd just be fun, to, fun for the state of Arkansas, honestly, to have two of the elite golf schools – in the state to be able to go out there and play. Um, and it's exciting. I'm very thankful for Brad to reaching out. I always reach out to him as, you know, kind of, hey, Brad, come on, bring a couple guys down here, or bring the team down here. And it just never works. This year he called me up, said, hey, Jake, you still got room. And I said, yeah, for a couple individuals, what do you want to bring? He goes, no, I'm bringing my team this year. And so it's awesome. We're, you know, we become good friends on the recruiting trail. Um, and so it's just one of those things that he wants to come down and do it. And we're extremely honored to be able to host them. And, but like I told Brad is you're going to come down here and we're going to kick your butt out there. And he goes, Jake, I expect it from you. He goes, but we're not coming down to lay down either. And I said, I love it. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I've always thought that great teams in the region can help strengthen the other teams in the region. And that's what I want to do is Brad does an incredible job for the Razorbacks, for how he recruits up there, it, it's phenomenal. Um, and, you know, they've been a top 30 team in the country consistently, and that's not easy to do anywhere. I don't care if you are Stanford, Texas, Texas Tech, whatever. It's not easy, and, and Brad does it. So I'm glad they're coming down, bringing some stiffer competition uh, to our tournament, but also one for our our fans to get around too because – Make no mistake, we are Little Rock and we are Little Rock's team. But there's a lot of Razorbacks fans here too that support both programs. And I love that and I want to see it. And hopefully we drown out the maroon, uh, you know, more maroon than red out there. Um, and I want our fans to be able to get loud and cheer and have some fun. It'll be nice. Um, and that's something obviously that I know you're going to be looking forward to this fall is is having the University of Arkansas uh, at Chennault playing in. Uh, the Little Rock uh, Golf Tournament, and uh, Arkansas hosted the last NCAA championship that mm -hmm. was played because the one this year got canceled. 
um, at the Blessings, but for them to come down and play one of the better courses in the state at uh, Chennault Country Club, I think is impressive. And it, and it says, you know, how your ties are that you're able to get the teams that you're able to get to come in like a Michigan, a Mississippi State, a Memphis that is a very good team, and, and Houston, and, and now Arkansas. And like you said, the fans uh, don't have to pay to get out there. You nope. just show up, walk out there, be respectful. But uh, if, if there, might be, there might be a hog call that might go up at some <laughs> point, but there's probably going to be some go Trojans as well. Absolutely, and that's what I expect. I, I, want, it to be, I want it to be exciting. You know, we are spoiled here in the state of Arkansas, and I don't think the Arkansans realize what we have and what we've had this last year. I mean, last year we hosted the NCAA championship mm-hmm. up in Fayetteville. We've hosted the Western Amateur a number of times. We hosted the Arnold Palmer Cup this time last year at Elotion. Mm-hmm. Um, we hosted the Southern Amateur this time last year at Chanel. Um, we have a rich history down here, and we want to make sure that this tournament is that. For the years we don't have the Western, the Arnold Palmer Cup, the National Championship, the Southern, we want the community to, to love on this tournament and to see the best of the best because these guys – and there'll be a handful of guys that will be on tour at one point that will play in this tournament. And these kids are special, you know, from our programs to the Razorbacks to, to Michigan to the Sam Houston's North Texas. We all have a number of guys that are out there playing professionally. And this is a real unique opportunity. And we do a, a unique thing where we have host families here that bring the teams out to dinner one night, you know, and get to know them even more intimately and, and show them our su- Southern hospitality. Because when I moved here, that's what it was all about. You know, coming from Arizona, coming back to the South is show me some of that Southern hospitality. And that's something when Norwood created uh, a long time ago with this program. And one of the things that I've really put on my shoulders to make sure that it continues what Wynn did, he is, the man here in Arkansas when it comes to golf. And I want to make sure that, you know, we continue that because I, I joke with guys all the time that, you know, they had to find the biggest coach in the country to fill wind shoes. And I was going to talk, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to bring it up like that, but I was going to say, well, you're bringing in McMakin. I mean, he's the most beefed up coach he I sure think is. in the country, but you're, you're no slouch yourself, but to fill the shoes of Win Norwood, it's been a tough task. Absolutely. And, to have somebody as great as Wynn, but also somebody like Wynn who had been here over 20 years that had tremendous influence in the community, um, has his roots here, tremendous golfer himself, but an even better person. Mm-hmm. Um, people that I don't think I've ever met somebody said something bad about Wynn. Um, he is, he is little rock golf and, um, yeah, to be able to follow him. Yes, it's tough. Um, fortunately for me, I did a similar thing when I was, when I took over a junior college program that I played at South Mount community college, my first coaching job, uh, we were a top five team in the country and my coach had won a national championship. So, but I like having that pressure. I love, like having my back against the wall and, you know, we won three more national titles down there and I want to add to wins two conference championships. And I, I want to add two or three more, you know, and, and make the city proud because I think we can light this town on fire in the right way uh, with golf and Little Rock golf. Maybe a regional championship would be nice as well that would propel you to the 
to the big dance, the I would love NCAA Absolutely. championships. We'll take another break. This segment brought to you by Datamax. We'll come back with more with Jake Harrington, the director of golf of your Little Rock Trojans, after these words from Big Red and Arkansas's best Chevy dealers. Hear ye now. The news is good, my friend. I'm here to tell you that Big Red Stores is making the coffee lover's life just a little bit better with 69-cent coffee refills all fall and winter long. Purchase our new Big Red Stores coffee mug in high-quality stainless steel or the economy version and refill it over and over with hot, fresh community coffee for only 69 cents. And never pay full price for gas at Big Red Stores because when you use your Big Red Rewards card to make purchases inside the store, you get discounts outside at the pump. If there's not a 69-cent coffee refill selling Big Red Store in your neighborhood, you need to move. Chevrolet, the most awarded and fastest growing brand the last four years overall. Thanks to incredible choices like the Chevy Equinox, with more than enough space and comfort for you and your passengers. Plus, the versatility to bring just about anything you need on your next adventure. From style and technology to performance and safety, the all-new Equinox is the complete package. Come test drive the Chevy Equinox and see your Arkansas's best Chevy dealers. Based on total aggregate and recognized industry awards and retail share gains 2014 to 27. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. This podcast now available for your listening pleasure on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. Jake Harrington, the director of golf at Little Rock, our guest today. Uh, Jake, the Little Rock Shamble comes up in August. That is a time when your team gets to uh, kind of mingle with the Trojan supporters out at Pleasant Valley. Absolutely. It's one of the things that, that we're going on our sixth year, sixth annual year. Um, like I told you before, I'm not from Little Rock, and I love tradition. I love history, and I wanted to get to know our alumni. I wanted to get to know our community, the the supporters, the boosters, the um just everybody in general, I want to, you know, have, wrap my arms around it, know that I'm here for them. And when I go somewhere, I plant my roots. And so my idea of starting this is when I got here, we had a similar college am type thing when we hosted our tournament back in March. And I remember going out there and seeing our boosters freezing cold. You know, there's they always knew that somehow the last Monday of March when we used to have our tournament was going to be cold. And I didn't want them to be cold. I want them to enjoy it. I want them to have fun. And so I started this, and I thought, no better time than the last Monday of August every year to be able to have a tournament with our boosters, with our community, but also incorporate our men's and women's program and get them out there. And that is the unique thing. There's a lot of scramble, shamble golf tournaments in the Little Rock area for fundraising. What makes ours unique is the fact that we pair one of our current men's or women's players with a foursome, but then we also bring back our alumni and pair them with the foursome as well. And so it's a great opportunity to get to know current and former players for me and also the community uh, to get to know them and be a part of it and develop those relationships because our teams are out in the community every day. Mm-hmm. We're at Country Club of Little Rock and Chennault Country Club, Pleasant Valley Country Club, Eagle Hill, Maumelle Country Club. We're very fortunate in what we have, but I wanted to grow it to a way that our not just my players, but our community, when they see each other on the driving range or at a golf course, I want them to go up and talk and have something to talk about and have some of those memories. Hey, remember that time we played in that at that shamble with you guys and you hit that 330-yard drive? Or, yeah, I remember when you chipped it in or this, that, and the other. I want there to be that community. I want there to be that relationship because 
in golf, we don't exist without our community. And that's why Little Rock is so important to me and our players um, because they see that and they see that they care. And mm-hmm. that's what makes Little Rock Little Rock to me. And that's why my family and I love it here. And the shamble, you recognize someone that's been important to the Little Rock golf program in the past. It's It's been Coach Norwood. Mm-hmm. It's been Dan Snyder. It's been Akim Backus. This year, Chris May, the head pro at Pleasant Valley, along with his father, uh, John Mays. Yeah, so something we started this year unique is we wanted to add uh, alumni honoree as well. We've always done one person. Like you said, we have some, we've had some great um, honorees in the past. This year's no different with Chris Mays. Chris is the director of golf at Pleasant Valley Country Club, but what people need to understand is as long as Chris has been there, it's been a Little Rock golf course for the Little Rock Trojans. Um, he's wrapped his arms around us. He's helped make that place feel as much at home as it can. We are treated like members out there. Um, Chris does many more things than just help our golf programs. He's been a great sounding board for me. He helps me relationship building in the community. Um, we do a lot of stuff together and I love the fact that I can go to Chris and we can figure out how do we make the junior program at Pleasant Valley country club better? How do we make our golf team better? You know, what does he see that maybe I don't see And we pick each other's brains and we have that mutual respect for each other. Um, but he's done that since when was around and really made that place home. And that's part of why we're able to, to grow this program, to be a top 60, top 70 team in the country um, is because of our relationships like we have at Pleasant Valley Country Club. Um, and to be able to add the alumni honoree in there, I thought no better place to start, and the committee thought no better place to start than with his dad who played here. No doubt. And to, you know, John Mays is very important to Little Rock. Probably not as much golf-wise. People don't remember he played golf mm-hmm. at Little Rock as much as the fact that he was, you know, McFadden's football coach growing up and things like that. But, you know, John Mays himself is is an ambassador to Little Rock that to our golf program. That means the world to, to me as a coach and to our communities that it's fun when you go out and you see that shining light, whether it's John Mays, Chris Mays, you know, Daryl Shelton, anybody in this community is they love having us around. And that means a lot because our players see that and they know when they're wanted and not. And it sure is fun to be able to honor somebody like Chris, who, you know, Chris yourself hates the recognition, just wants to do it because that's what he does. But when I asked him, the committee said, hey, Chris, we want to honor you. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, Chris, I'm 100% positive because, yeah. you know, my dad always taught me, you know, look for difference makers. And Chris is exactly that. He's a difference maker in this community, not just with our golf program, but the junior golfers, the membership over at PV, but even the community as a whole outside of golf. I think it's going to be neat to see him and his dad up there at the same time mm-hmm. as well. Uh, real quick as we wrap it up, um, the courses that you get to practice on in Central Arkansas, I think uh, to have the type of program you want to have, you got to have support, and you have that here. A lot of a lot of programs can't get on a country club, a Little Rock, a Pleasant Valley, a Maumel Country Club, a Chennault, Eagle Hill, and maybe every once in a while – you know, get to go out west to the to the mecca of all of them in a lotion. Mm-hmm. We're very 
gifted when it comes to that. And not only that, you look at, yes, these are elite golf courses, but above that that people normally don't think about is we have Pleasant Valley Country Club champions Bermuda. We have Chanel that has Bermuda and bent. We have CCLR that is bent. So if we're going to play a golf course that is a bent grass course, I may, you know, trade Jenna, our woman's coach, say, hey, take my Pleasant Valley day. Let me get an extra day at Chanel. Mm-hmm. So that way we're practicing on bent. We get to play on the surfaces that we're getting ready to play that week. And that's a huge advantage when it comes to, you know, being in a place where your environment changes all the time. You're not just – you're not always on a basketball court, which is a basketball court, whether it's here in Little it's Rock 94 feet or, goes or foot South high. Alabama. Yeah. It's, that's a basketball court. A golf course is so unique and different that you need to – how the ball reacts on bent versus Bermuda and, and hitting off of Zoisha fairways versus Bermuda fairways – it's all completely different that, you know, we're very fortunate here and we have a lot of great things going for us. And, um, you know, I couldn't think of a better place to be. Jacob, thanks for your time. No problem. Thanks for having me. Trey. Jake Harrington, the director of golf for your Little Rock Trojans. Tune in next time for another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Schaap. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.